This is the Green Student Ministries Middle School Podcast of the Chapel in Green. We are committed to our students being known, knowing Jesus, and becoming kingdom workers. We hope this podcast serves to encourage, challenge, and to help you grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. This is Green Student Ministries. Hey, so everybody, so we are continuing in our question series. Um, for those of you that maybe have missed out the last couple of weeks, um, at the very end of January, it's actually the day after Wallapalooza, um, we, had, we had a question that we threw up on the screen. You guys have seen this before. Um, if you could ask anything about faith, following Jesus, God, the Bible, Christianity, what would you ask? Basically kind of that like blank, blank check question of like, if you were standing in front of God and you got like one question, what would you ask? And so thank you again to all of you who, who sent in questions. Um, I've been continuing to go through those. And, and honestly, I, I don't know if we're going to have time to get to all of them, but hopefully I'm trying to hit some of the ones that I, I think are super um, vital for us to walk through and hear from. Uh, and so here's how many of you remember as, uh, as a kid like that kind of stage where you would ask why um, for literally everything or have a sibling that is in that stage currently? It's like, hey, we're going to do this. Why? Why are we going to do that? Why? Why? There was this kid that my mom watched um, whenever I was in high school, and he was like four. And I just remember that literally for like a week straight, I think that was the only word that he knew. It's like, hey, we're going to eat lunch. Why? Because you need lunch. Why? Because you need like food. So we're going to eat this peanut butter and jelly. Why? Because you like peanut butter and jelly. Why? Because that's what you like. All right. And so why? Exactly. And it, it, it just keeps going. All right. But, but here's, here's something, here's something that I want to encourage you with. I think that we should have that, that same mindset um, as we read scripture. I, I think that it's okay. And I think that it's good for us to open God's word and to say, well, well, why does this say this? Or, or why, why is this here rather than over here? Or, or why isn't this in there? Or why? I, I think those are great questions to ask. I don't want you guys to ever feel like this is a place where you can't ask questions about, about faith or, or what you believe or what we believe. Like this isn't some type of just like, just be quiet and, and do it. Like that's not, what, that's not what we're about here. I think that you guys are in a super important time in your life where it's good that you're asking questions about your faith. Um, good that you're asking questions about what the Bible says, about what it doesn't say, whether what it says about you, what it says about Jesus, all right? We had um, a, a couple questions that I threw out to the small groups that met on Wednesday. Um, and, and, and just as we even asked those, it's kind of this, like, I want to ask questions of you guys. Like, who do you think that Jesus is? Or, or what is the point of, of Christianity even? Like, I, I would throw those questions back out at you guys because those are things you should think of. Because if, again, if Christianity, if, if this is all just about coming here on Sunday morning and like just being here, like if that's all that following Jesus looks like to you, I would, I would say that you need to go back and reevaluate what the Bible says about following Jesus. Um, and so I want us to be able to dig into some questions. There were some really good ones. Uh, and, and so this morning, we're going to kind of focus in on some do's and don'ts um, of Scripture. I, I try to take some uh, that are, are more kind of like, am I allowed to do this, or am I not allowed? And so I want to start with these questions um, here, uh, kind of on, on commandments. This was, this was really good. So we'll, we'll kind of start here. The first question 
what are the commandments? There's another one that was kind of like that, so I, I threw that up there as well. What are all the Ten Commandments, and what do they all mean? So how many of you have heard of the Ten, the ten Commandments? Okay, most of us, pretty much all of us. <laughs> so it's, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I do. Um, the Ten Commandments, uh, it's pretty, pretty common that a lot of people kind of know, they've heard the phrase, the Ten Commandments, but I would really press in on you guys and, and maybe ask you, so take, take like 30 seconds right now in your own head um, and try to think through what all of the Ten Commandments are. Don't say them out loud. Just think through your head and think about how many of them you actually know. How many of them you actually know. Think about that. Try to remember. Okay. Got them? All right. And then I would, I would challenge you uh, to say, I wonder how many of those that you thought of are actually part of the Ten Commandments. Like, uh, if you grew up in my house, it felt like making your bed was part of the Ten Commandments. Like, if you didn't do that, um, you were in trouble. Like, it was, that was like, it was a non-negotiable. Um, maybe you feel like, uh, maybe, yeah, maybe you feel like doing just different things around your house or whatever. There's, there's certain things that sound like part of the Ten Commandments, but we don't really know. So, so here's what I want us to do. Go ahead and, and in your Bible, go ahead and flip to the book of Exodus. The book of Exodus. We're going all the way back, baby. Well, not all the way back, but almost back. The way, way back. Exodus chapter 20. Exodus chapter 20. It's funny because there's 10 commandments, but there's like 17 verses on this. Um, but I honestly think that this would be really good for us to read. This is something, it's like culturally relevant because a lot of uh, courthouses and things like that have the 10 commandments outside of them. Um, and stuff like that, and there's always kind of this push to get them taken down or removed, um, and it's, so there's kind of like this argument culturally right now that's been going on for really a long time of like, should they be outside? Is that what we are using for like court and things like that, and for rule of law, and I think most people, even non-Christians would say that the Ten Commandments are like good moral laws, like that a lot of them, other than maybe a couple of them, like they would agree like, don't kill dudes, um, don't steal things. Like, that's not, that's not good, All right? But there's, there's a couple other ones in here. And so I'm actually, I'm just going to read this for us this morning. Um, and if, if this was your question, um, it's a great question. And so here, here they are. Uh, this is the Ten Commandments. God spoke all these words. Verse 1. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. So here we go. It starts in verse 3. He says the first one. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an idol in the form of anything in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of the fathers to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments." This is number three. That was like a very long second one. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name. Number four. This is really verse eight. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days shall you labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath or a rest, a stopping to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, Neither you or your son or daughter or manservant or maidservant or animals or the alien within your gates 
Um, alien just means stranger, not like aliens. Um, for in six days, the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, but he rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Here we go, number five. This is very important. Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Then we're like speed round here. Number six, this is really verse 13. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. And the last one in verse 17, you shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his manservant or maidservant, his ox or donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbor. Covet, covet is, is a word that means like you don't envy them, don't want what they have. All right, don't get caught up in that. So here, that's it. There's, there, there they are. The 10 commandments as given to Moses by God to the people of Israel after they escaped Pharaoh, um, went through the Red Sea and are now out in the wilderness. God now is giving them this, this kind of decree. Here, here they are. So I'd ask you again, were there any in your mind, um, you don't have to raise your hand, uh, but were there any in your mind that you, that maybe weren't on there? Don't raise your hand, but just think about that. And, when, and why is that? Just an interesting question. I don't have the answer for you, but it's a question series. It's about questions. Um, so I think those are important to know, but, but here's the deal. We live in a world now where, where Jesus has come um, and, and has fulfilled the law and the prophets um, and continues to point us further ahead. And so now in your Bible, go ahead and flip over. I think I have it up here on the screen. I believe it, uh, Matthew, Matthew chapter 20, 22, I think, hello? Yes. Matthew chapter 22, verse 36 through 40. All right, um, this is cool because Jesus is hanging out um, and there are some people asking questions of him, actually. Uh, he's teaching to the crowds and so he's talking with the Pharisees and the Pharisees get together and they, they te- they're trying to test Jesus with a question. And so they say in verse 36, they say, teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? All right, so they're trying to get Jesus to say like, what of the 10 or what of like the, there was a lot of other kind of rules and regulations, commandments given after the 10 commandments that are like, if your ox falls in a pit, like, you get it, don't get it out. Or if somebody steals this from you, then this is what's supposed to, like, basically like laws, all right? So that gets all laid out. And so these people, they're testing Jesus and like, what is the greatest commandment? And I think this is important for us. Jesus replied, verse 37, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all of your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. So he's pulling this not from thin air. He's not making this up. This actually also comes from the Old Testament. This comes from Deuteronomy. As, as, as God is continuing to lay out rules and regulations, this is some, from something called the Shema. Can we say, everybody say Shema. Shema. With an S-H, S-H-E-M-A-H, Shema, Shema. All right, and what that is, is it is, it's a prayer 
all right? And what Shema means is actually listen. It's, it, it's the Hebrew word for listen. It means hear, listen, obey, all three of those things kind of all wrapped up into one. I, I love that word, but he's pulling from that where it says, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. And so Jesus is calling back to that and he's saying, Everything that we do, all of the commandments given all throughout Scripture, all the things, all the rules, all of this, the do's and do nots, none of it matters unless it is under this umbrella of loving the Lord with everything that you are and loving your neighbor as yourself. Here's the deal that I think that why this question is important, because I think sometimes we get so caught up in like the do's and the do nots of am I supposed to, am I not supposed to, what are the rules about this, that we don't stop to ask ourselves the question of, am I loving this person, all right? Am I loving the people that I'm interacting with, or am I doing this in a way that is harmful to them? Everything that the Bible lays out for us that calls us to do, all should fall in line with this. Go ahead and, and flip to the next, next slide for me. John 15, this is actually where uh, Mike was at this morning. And so flip over if you, if you have it in your Bible. We're in Matthew, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Um, John chapter 15, it's just a couple pages over. Or you can look at the screen if you want, that's why it's there. Um, Jesus is talking about the vine and the branches. Um, and, and at the end of kind of this whole, whole spiel on this, um, this is what he says starting in verse 11. He says, I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this. He's like repeating himself. Love each other as I have loved you. And then he lays out, greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. And then a couple of verses later, he says, so this is my command. Love each other other. Really fast, just go back and process in your brain all of the moments and opportunities that you had to love somebody this week. Whether you capitalized on those moments or maybe you missed out, maybe you went in like the opposite direction of that, um, of what love looks like, and, and you ended up in a not so good spot. You now have another week ahead of you where this can be your main focus where this can be what you're, what you're trying to do, what you're looking at, what, what you are honing in on and saying, everything that I do is all based around these. So, so the, the questions on the commands, I think are really good questions. And I think a lot of times we wanna know, should I do this? Should I not do this? Here's the deal. I think that everything that is laid out in front of us, every opportunity, every interaction that we have with people, we have to ask ourselves the question, am I loving this person right now? All right? And like, like really loving them in, in truth, all right? Am I loving them well? Not just giving them what they want. Here's the deal. When my, when my son, when Leland, like really, 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 really wants um, extra dessert at like five minutes before bedtime, I'm like, that's not gonna be good for you. And so I'm loving you by telling you no, all right? And in his mind, he's like, this is the worst. This is the worst moment of my entire life. It could not possibly get any worse than this. Um, and he like loses it and he, and he cries and he has like a, a typical three-year-old breakdown. Um, but it's in that moment that I'm loving him by not giving him what he wants, right? So 
I would say be careful as well with your definition of what love looks like. Love is not just giving somebody everything that they want, all right? Too much of a good thing can hurt. So let's go ahead and flip to the next one. So with that kind of in mind, um, with, with that in mind, and now kind of these looking at the commandments, the Ten Commandments and these, there's like, there's three questions that I got that I, I found like super fun. Um, I think this is, I, I know, super fun. Uh, I love this. I love this question. I think it's a great question. Um, and so if that was you that texted this in, thank you for asking this. Uh, here's, here's what it says. If I don't make it to church every Sunday because of a sport, is it okay? All right, here's the deal. Knowing what we know now, all right, I want to try and like teach you guys what it looks like to hopefully answer this question. All right, run it through the lens first and foremost of Matthew 22. Am I loving God with all of my heart, soul, mind, and strength in this? And am I loving my neighbor as myself? That would be kind of like your first check. All right, if you are going to do sports every single Sunday to avoid coming here, like to avoid church or worship, worshiping God, like if you're just like, I do this to avoid God, I would say not okay. Probably not a good, not a good reason. But here's the deal. I also know that a lot of us on our teams have opportunities to hang out with people and be around friends and teammates who don't know Jesus. And if you are looking at that as an opportunity to influence and encourage and, and chase after them and point them to Jesus, I think that's a great reason. Now, at the same time, I would say be careful. Hebrews, in, in the book of Hebrews, it, it tells us, do not neglect to meet together, all right? Some people take that and it's like, you can't miss any Sunday ever. Here's the deal. I am uh, the director of middle school and sometimes I go on vacation, like with my family and stuff, and they're like, do you want to go to church this morning? And I'm like, no, I don't. Um, and so sometimes there are, there are Sundays where whether it's a sport or whether it's with hanging out with your family or doing things that I think that if somebody is making a right call, that it's, yeah, it's okay to miss church every once in a while because of a sport or if you're with your family or if there's, like there are reasons why not to be here. Um, but at the same time, make this a priority but don't run away from it, okay? Don't use something as an excuse to be like, well, I scheduled it. Here's the deal. If you can get in a sport that doesn't happen on a Sunday morning, that's a win, all right? Like you want, we want to make time because then here's also the deal. We looked back at the 10 commandments that we looked at and it talked about the Sabbath. It talked about making it holy, running back to that seventh day of rest. And it's not even just rest. It's taking that day in the week to worship to have your thoughts bent around who God is, what he's done for you, all right? And if you're going, 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 and you don't ever take a day to stop, you're gonna be in trouble. And so we've kind of carved out as a culture, as a society, even as a Christian culture, Sunday, this day, to stop, to worship, to cease from work, from being exhausted. Like my recommendation is that you wouldn't do anything on Sunday, that you would come here, that you wouldn't go shopping with your family, that you wouldn't play sports, maybe only if it's like in the backyard with your friends or whatever, like organize stuff, like maybe like try it and avoid that. Do all your homework on Saturday so that way on Sunday afternoon, you can go home and take a nap, all right? And just like hang out, play games, 
do whatever and just relax. And you're not like freaking out about homework on Sunday at 9 p.m. because it's due on Monday, first period. All right? That's on my honest encouragement to you guys. Take Sunday, make a day of rest. Carve out a Sabbath moment in your life where you're resting. Next question. Hopefully that answered that. This is a good one. Is it okay to say cuss words and be in a Christian family? All right? This is great. I love this question, you guys. Because here's, here's the honest, here's the deal. I know people that love Jesus and swear words come out of their mouth. All right? Okay? But here's the deal. I am not, I am not approving swears or cuss words. It's so funny because here's the deal. Here's my honest answer to this. Um, throw up, go ahead and throw up, throw up the next slide for me. Uh, Ephesians 4.29. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Here's the deal. Our, like cuss words and swear words in our culture are, are defined by culture, right? Like words that may not have been bad 30 years ago now are inappropriate. Words that were okay a hundred years ago are definitely not okay now, like because of certain cultural and contextual reasons. Does that make sense? Like words, like wh- here's a philosophical question. What are, what are words, <laughs> all right? That's my question back to you, okay? But here's the deal. Again, running this question through the filter of loving your neighbor and loving God. I know people who can rip others apart and be mean and cruel and horrible and not one cuss word comes out of their mouth. You don't need to say a four-letter word with asterisks on it to, to cut somebody down. In fact, I think it's lazy. But I, I want to tell you guys that this would be something to run that filter through. Don't let any unwholesome talk. Am I loving this person? All right, I am not, listen to me right now, I am not telling you guys that it's okay to swear. That's not what I'm telling you. Do not hear that, all right? But what I am saying is that you need to be much more worried about just four-letter words, all right, that are no-no words, all right? You need to be much more worried about that because, again, what's in your heart and the way that you are treating the people around you, the, way, the things that you're saying to them, that matters way more, I think, than whether the word that you're using is inappropriate. All right? Sound good? Everybody with me? You're tracking with me? Don't go home and tell your parents that Adam told you it's okay to cuss. That's not what I'm saying. All right? That's not what's happening here. All right. We run it through that filter. Uh, Next one. This is really funny. I like this one. I, I worded it exactly like, yes, yes. I worded exactly how it was, how it was uh, sent in. Our very ripped jeans, very ripped. Not just ripped jeans, very ripped jeans. All right? Um, our very ripped jeans against the Bible. All right? Here's, again, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Listen, I know, very theological. Shh. But again, here's how, because... When, I, when your parents and people tell you, like, you can find the answers to your questions in Scripture, and then you have a question like this, most of the times you're going to be like, 
that's not in here. Like Jesus isn't like, love your neighbor and also make sure you put patches on those things because your skin's gonna be hanging out. Like that's not in there, all right? It's not in there. What happens if I rip a hole, if it's not even intentional, like, and then I'm supposed to like go, I don't know, have a meeting or something later. Like, am I sinning? Um, oh no, I ripped it. I put some duct tape over that thing. All right, here's the deal. Again, we run this question through the filter of, am I loving the Lord my God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength? Um, am I loving my neighbor as myself? If you could answer yes to that, I would also caution you and push you back to one of the 10 commandments that I read earlier. All right? This is important. Back in Exodus, the fifth one, I told you, is very important. And this goes for a lot of the questions that you have. Verse uh, 12, 20 verse 12. Let me read this for you. Let me read very slowly. Honor your father and mother so that you may live long in the land your Lord, the Lord your God is giving you. All right, so here's the deal. Are very ripped jeans against the Bible? No. However, if your parents are like, don't wear those, what should you do? Not wear them. Like, that's the answer. All right, that's a good biblical answer. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Again, are you honoring your father and mother? And, and um, I think probably the, this question, did it arise because of like wearing them like to church, like Sunday or grandma yelled at you? That's good. That's good. That's a good grandma. Um, so I think some of us even had that question of like, am I allowed to wear this to church? All right. Here's the deal. Whenever you like decide to put on whatever clothes you're going to wear in the morning, whenever, if I know that some of, some of you really love fashion and you love design and you love um, looking really good, like when you leave the house. Like you have to be Instagram ready at all times, I know. All right, you have to be ready. But here's the deal. If your goal every single day is for everybody to look at you and to say, wow, look how good they look. And that's it, all right? And not, man, that person is so kind and loving and they have a heart that serves others and they love Jesus all right, whether it's ripped jeans or, or anything else, if your, if your goal and objective whenever you walk out of the house, guys and girls, is for people just to look at you and go, oh. I would say that's probably not the most wisest thing to be doing, all right? And also, if your parents hear me on this, your parents love you, all right? Your parents love you, believe it or not, and if you are walking out, if you're getting ready in the morning and they're like, honey, I don't want you to wear that. It is our responsibility as children of parents to say, okay, I will listen to you. I will do that because I love you. Especially, here's the deal. Especially if you come here, if you love Jesus and your parents don't love Jesus, you even being obedient to them and loving them in that way can point your parents to Jesus. That's huge. What better thing than for you to be the one to lead your parents to Christ, to point them to Jesus, all right? Because I know that when I get to heaven, I want my parents to be there. I want to live and be with them and Jesus forever. And so I would hope that the things that we're doing, again, 
are, are in the vein of loving our neighbor, loving God, being obedient to his commandments, but most importantly, the commandment of loving one another. Does that make sense? Everybody with me? Are you tracking me? Say yes. Good. Everybody, if you're with me, say, oh, yeah. yeah. Perfect. All right, so... So uh, go ahead, let's just, just really fast, a recap. Go ahead and, and flip back through those last three. So we've answered these three questions aside from the commandments. Uh, what are the commandments? We did that. Um, oh, these are some other ones. So I will get to these next week. I will get to these next week. Um, what's the best way to spread Christianity? How can I help my friends follow Christ? Any tips on how to tell kids about God outside of church? All right, it has a lot to do with what we talked about this morning. All right, please don't run away yet though. Um, and so I'm going to pray for us and the band's going to come up. And we're going to sing one more song and then we're going we're gonna to hop out of here. Believe me that Mike is not done yet. I promise. All right. We went like 20 minutes over for a service. So, <laughs> all right. Let me pray for you guys. Shh. Jesus, um, thank you for this morning. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you for who you are. Thank you that your word provides answers to our questions, um, no, matter, no matter what the question is, no matter if we feel like it's silly or if we feel like um, that we just don't know what's going on. God, thank you that you answer us. Thank you that ultimately you call us to love you um, and to love our neighbor, and that most, most concerns that we have um, can be run through those two questions, those two answers, those two commands. So God, would you help us now, um, even as we sing and as we worship you, would we do it with all our heart, our soul, our mind, and our strength? Would we honor our parents this week? Um, would we love those around us no matter what? Thanks for your pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Green Student Ministries Middle School Podcast of the Chapel in Green. If you have any questions or concerns, feel free to contact us at gsm.thechapel.life or follow us on Instagram at Green Student Ministries. We would love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.